mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Welcome back, everybody. It's Marriage Martinez, and I am Adam, and here's Danielle. Hi. And we have our new episode about sleeping. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. It's a new episode about sleep. Yeah, it's about, I think for us, sleep has been, like when I, when I think back, I never in my life could have suspected that sleep was going to be such a shit show in adulthood right yeah it's kind of like a um what's it called like um something that you never th- like you never think about before you have kids that yeah obviously you sleep it's in your nature you're supposed to sleep but you don't get it when the kids are born no i i, I expected that when our kids were infants i was going to be up what i didn't realize is that here i am 14 years later and i'm still up all the time not from our 13-year-olds, but from, right. you know, we still have young kids. Uh, so I I just, I, it never crossed my mind. Yes, when you first have a baby, you don't sleep for the first, you know, six months or a year. But it's, that is only the tip of the iceberg. That's where it starts. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I just, to me, it's one of the things, and I mean, there's a lot of fucked up stuff about adulthood that I never knew about. This to me is one thing that I just, it just never crossed my mind that sleep was going to end up being such a huge complicated issue in life. Okay. No, you don't think so? Well, you get a lot more sleep than I do. Uh, uh, For the most part, I do. Yes. Uh, For the least part, I don't, but we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Anything to start or should we just like get into this? You want to just dive in? Dive in. Let's dive in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just talk about sleep. I mean, I could talk about sleep for days. You could sleep about sleep for days. I could sleep about sleep for days. I'd like to sleep about sleep for days. How does one go about doing that? Do you want to ask me my first question? You can ask the first question. Okay. How is sleep treated in my household growing up? That's what you asked me? Yeah. Like how, what with sleep when you were growing up? In some households, there's an idea of sleep where parents are very good about putting their kids to bed early and you're only allowed to have one sleepover on the weekends and you get up in the morning and you can't go and wake your parents like there's a whole right yeah see i don't even remember i don't know i can't even answer this question um i mean you're a high energy family yes your family has a lot of energy but even looking back like i can't my memory is so fucked up it always has been like i can't think about when i was four did i did like what was my sleep regimen like what well, of did, course not nobody thinks back to when they were okay, four and no eight, sleep 10 whatever the age is like i have no recollection of how did sleep work in my household how did the only thing that i can remember was that you sleep when you're supposed to sleep which is at night and then you do your shit during the day. You work or you, it was maybe probably kind of looked down on that you sleep during the day, which is why I think when we first met and you would nap and you would sleep during the day and I'd be like, what the, what, like, what are you doing? Why are you so yeah, lazy? Mad yeah. Like, why are you so lazy? Like, what, right. What, yeah, what, it's, you saw it as lazy. Right? Yeah. Like what's wrong with you? Right. So I guess, I guess without even remembering specifically when I was a little kid, about what sleep was in my household, I knew that for me and my family, it was 
you, you don't sleep during the day because that's a sign of laziness, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? And then when I met you, which is such the opposite in your family, like I said, I would be like, why are you sleeping yeah, during the day? Yeah, it used to really bother you. Yeah, mm-hmm. like why are you doing that? I think it's even recent now, and the whole episode I'm going to talk about Ariana Huffington, because she is now kind of this crusader about sleep. And I actually had the privilege of seeing her speak uh, about a year ago in New York. And I, of course, I love what she has to say, because anybody who advocates for sleep in my book sure. is, a, you know, a, Wait, who is a hero. Uh, Ariana Huffington was when she founded Huffington Post. Oh, really? Yes, oh. which like quickly became one of the most read online periodicals. Okay. Of, and in 2007, she was a workaholic. She was she was at one point I I don't know exactly what her professions were, but she was like a badass woman who was writing, she's written like 12 books and she was out there in the workforce just doing amazing things. And she was a workaholic. And in 2007, she one day was at home checking emails and stuff. And out of nowhere, she just fainted. And she fell. She hit her head. She broke her jaw, I think, or something. Like, it was it was bad. She, like, hit some, her head on it. And I think she, at that moment, was like, oh, my God, what am I doing to myself? And she realized that she had to change her lifestyle. So she sold the Huffington Post Hmm. And she started this um, Thrive Global Industries, or I'm not sure if that's the exact correct uh, name, where now she basically goes around advocating for better mental health, better sleep, better wellness in companies and personal lives. And she's spreading the word that we now have to make. We we put so much emphasis on nutrition, but we say nothing about sleep. Mm-hmm. And we're uh, we're doing diets and studies and kale smoothies and protein shakes and this and that, but nobody talks about sleep. And so I think she's trying to kind of revolutionize that and make it known that this is something that we really need to be talking about. If you're listening for the first time, I will ask you, Danielle, what was sleep like in your house growing up? Sleep was very valued in my house growing up. <laughs> Everybody I come slept. from a long line of professional sleepers, uh, dating back to my great, 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 great grandparents right. uh, who never woke up ever. No, my, I remember Back to up, Mad Dog McCannon from the right. 1880s. Uh, from uh, Back to the Future 3. Uh, of course. I, okay, but that's impressive. Really, but, <laughs> so uh, my, uh, my mom, Linda, is a sleep connoisseur. I mean, she is... Sleep to her is like when she gets into bed, you just see her whole being. It's like she's been reunited with a long lost best friend. My grandmother was like that too. My bubby Mm -hmm. was like that too. She was also like a professional sleeper. And so when I was growing up, like I said, I've said in other episodes, my my mom's answer to everything was go take a nap, go sleep. Oh, you're, you're anxious? Go take a nap. You're, you know, worried about something, go take a nap. You're just everything was go sleep. And I did. I love to sleep too. So I think when I met you and you were so opposite, it was problematic because I was sort of like, oh my God, now I have to like pretend to be energetic and up all the time. And that's not me. I can't, I can't do it. I sleep to me is too important. What is the one thing you wish you could change in your life about that you believe you should allow you to get more sleep? Wait, what? <laughs> Can you read it? Uh, I, I don't know if I have it. If you it. could find it? I don't think I have it. Uh, oh, what is one thing you wish you could change in your life that you believe would allow you to get more sleep? So the only thing for me is stress. So like to get rid of stress would be, I feel like would make me so much easier just to go to sleep and be like, have a nice smiley face sleep where I just sleep for eight hours straight. And, uh, no, but for real, ever since we started doing this podcast, I've gotten a lot of shit off of my shoulders here. Like I've talked about things that I, n- I never talked about before. And this has helped me get good sleep because I'm talking about things that I never talked about before. So they were just eating me alive. And I finally, well, opened- it's more recent than that too. It's since I think you've been drinking less also. Yeah. Well, even but like with that, because when you drink, 
you sleep like for a lot of hours, but they're not. It's not good sleep. Drinking sleep is bad sleep. Yeah. So since I've not been drinking, I would I would literally go up because I'm so fucking tired, whether it be stress or like just working all day. And I'd go to sleep at 9.30, so I get up at 4.30, and I'm up. Like, there's like there's no going back to sleep. There's no resting for a little while. I'm just up, and I'm energetic, and I'm ready to go. So my, my circadian rhythm is, like, back to the way it was. I'm sorry. Is that space talk? <laughs> no, your circadian rhythm? Yeah, you don't know what? that? Okay. So that's – your circadian rhythm is, like, what, like your natural – everybody's is different. So your natural when you go to bed, when you wake up, my natural when I go to bed, when I wake up. So everybody's circadian is, rhythm. Yeah. So for me, which I'm finding out is, is my that what Janet Jackson singing about in her rhythm nations. <laughs> circadian rhythm yeah. is go to sleep at nine 30 and get up at four 30. Mm-hmm. That's my natural mm-hmm. thing. So that's what's happening. And you now. sleep through the entire night from nine 30 to four 30. Uh, sometimes, sometimes Do you not. wake up to pee. Uh, no, I make sure I pee twice before I go to eh, bed. It doesn't matter. I could pee fucking 15 <laughs> times before I go to bed. But I get up at like, I'll wake up. I don't know what time it is, but I'll look outside the window to see what, how bright or dim it is outside. And I'll be like, okay, that looks like it could be four, maybe five. I could get up soon. And then I look at my clock and it's one thirty, and I'm like, oh my fucking God, like mm-hmm. really? So I got to like talk myself back to going to sleep and then I, I, I fall asleep again. It's great. So I wake up and I'm like, great, I'm ready for the day. I look, it's two 30. Mm-hmm. I uh, hate nights like that. Oh, and that's most of my nights. Like my not like now my non drinking nights that I don't do anymore. This is what it's come to. Mm-hmm. So, but when it comes down to it, I still do feel better even waking up at for good at, Four thirty-five o'clock, uh, getting six hours of sleep versus eight hours of sleep after a drinking binge or something right, like definitely. that. Right, definitely. So I definitely do feel better, um, even though I'm I'm sleeping from nine thirty to four thirty or whatever it is. But it sucks. I would love to sleep from like eleven to six. That's like my goal. Well, that's everybody's goal, right? That, or ten to six. Everybody. I mean, those no, are I'm like eleven to six. That that's my goal. Seven, seven hours, hours? Okay. no interruption. Just I, I I lay over. It's eleven o'clock. I close my eyes and I fall asleep. I wonder what percentage of people really do that. How can anybody do that? I'm sure people do. We're really bad in our household about consistency and routine. And I think that like my best friend, her kids, all go, they're in bed at like seven o'clock. Even her. 10 year old I mean he's in bed at 7 he reads for like a half hour and he goes to sleep she is a stickler about her kids going to sleep and I'm so jealous of that because we're we're we like our shit show household when it comes to like routines and and I'm selfish because our kids will literally come into my room and be like can you lay down with me and I'll be like no just play your iPad you know like Uh I am so selfish about sleep but if I had them on some kind of a schedule, not our 13 year old, she's done, you know, she takes care yeah. of herself, but the other two, I, uh, there's no, there, uh, there's no schedule. It's one night they're in bed at eight 30. The next night they're in bed at nine 30. Then I, like, we are so bad about that. And I think that that has a lot to do with it, that I, there's no routine. We have no pre bedtime routine and right. we never have. But like you just said, our 13 year old didn't either. And, all yeah, but I don't sudden, know that she gets enough sleep. She goes to bed so late. She does, but all of a sudden, in the last only couple months, she's getting herself up, getting herself ready, mm-hmm. getting ready for school. Like, so she never had a good regimen to go to sleep, um, and she de- probably, like you said, doesn't get enough sleep. But she's up. She's easy to wake. And she, now. But she complains about how tired she is all the time. Okay, but. But she gets up and she does her thing and she's ready to go. She's dressed. She's ready. She's brushed her teeth. She's brushed her hair. She's like, she's ready to go. If we, from birth, regimented her sleep schedule, like, would things be different now? Like, no, but maybe I'd have, I'd have more sleep until then. Like, why do I have to wait until they're 13 to get a good night's sleep? You know, we have a seven and a 10 year old and they're constantly keeping me up too. I know. What a fucking pain in the ass. Well, but it's our fault. 
it's not their fault. It's our fault. Yeah. We should we never put them on any kind of schedule. And that's that is it's you know it's kicking me in the ass. Like it's not right. good. But more than that, also is the fact that our thirteen year old that in this in our in our society, when she needs more sleep than ever, she catches the bus at six forty five in the morning. Yeah. Like what? What? And she's got four hours of homework a night. So she's not going to bed until like 11 something. How is this okay? I, that really bothers me that at 13 years old, she needs to be at the bus stop at 640 in the morning. I think that's not right. Yeah, I just wish we had been better about putting our kids. Like they have like sleep consultants and stuff when your kids are young. And I always used to kind of laugh at that. Sleep and, consultants? Yeah, like where they'll help you train your kids oh, to come sleep. On. Okay. No, I now... I look back and I'm sort of like, maybe I should have done that because I don't have the discipline to do it myself. So maybe it wouldn't have been such a bad idea. Oh, also, we didn't co-sleep. Well, we don't We don't even fucking co-sleep. So we didn't even co-sleep with our kids. You know co-sleep. what co-sleeping is? Where your kid sleeps in bed with you, right? You don't. Your kid doesn't have his or her own bed. They sleep in bed with you every night until they're... Like family bed. Yeah, like family bed. Yeah. Right. It's like attachment parenting okay. where your kid's always with you. And we obviously never practice it because you and I don't even co-sleep. So. <laughs> right. But we didn't co-sleep, but they still wound up in my bed all the time. And and that's a lot of people will say, oh, no, we don't co-sleep. But still, your kid is ending up in your bed all the time. Might as well be co-sleeping. And co-sleeping is actually more common in the U.S. than people believe. The typical American home has a room that contains a crib for the baby, and parents report that the baby sleeps in the crib. Yet when researchers ask specific questions about who sleeps where, it turns out the majority of mothers sleep with their young children at least some of some nights of the week. Like infants? Because we didn't do that. I th- well, you didn't do well, that. Well, no, wait a minute. No. But when, they were, when they were babies, they slept in the crib. You're completely wrong. Am I? Absolutely. I used to go in and get Mia every night. She was in a routine where I would get her at like two. See, you don't know any of this stuff because you're in another room. Yeah, sleeping. Right. You were sleeping. Exactly. Good sleep. REM no. sleep. It was great. Yeah, I'm sure. My uh, eyes were like fl- flickering when I was sleeping. Yeah, all right. Don't get me started. <laughs> but, you know, parents are presenting themselves as having babies who sleep alone. Oh, no, I would never co-sleep or whatever. But at the same time, it, to some degree... Most parents are co-sleeping because your kid ends up coming to the bed with you when we're so freaking tired that we don't want to put them back in the crib. Okay, hold off on that. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go take a nap. You're going to go take care of the kids, and we'll be right back. Oh, so just regular life. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. All right, so the other night you had a girl's night, and I was home with the kids, and they were screaming, screaming at me, like, what's for dinner? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I got a perfect situation for dinner for you. And so we got we, we got a delivery from HelloFresh. And listen to what I made. Figgy pork tenderloins with green beans and rosemary potatoes. Not only did I make it, the kids helped me make it. Yeah, that was really cute. Right? I, I have to pictures. say, I know that was very cute. Yeah. Uh, um, my, my kids were cutting... My kids, because I was doing it. Not your kids, my kids. Oh, okay. They were cutting potatoes with this big sharp knife, and I was sending you pictures about that. Yes, you and were. I was a little nervous. And even tonight, I made Tuscan chicken spaghetti with roasted tomatoes. I don't even eat tomatoes, but I ate them because uh-huh. they were good. It was delicious, I have to say. Basil and creamy Parmesan sauce. I mean, listen, for 30 minutes, that's all it took me. Like, even as a project with the kids. Yeah, that that's was all, cute. That's all it took. And our kids ate it. And they ate Which it. is insane. I did not. I thought you were going to make this and then end up having to order pizza. Yeah, But absolutely. you didn't. They no. ate it. Not only did they eat it, it was a project. So like I had yeah, fun so with the fun. kids. Yeah, it was cute. And I never thought that they would be, you know, up to doing something like that plus eating the food. And they did and loved it. All right. So yeah. everybody else, all the other dads who want to let their wives have a um, girls night and want to stay home and kick, cook with their kids. How do they sign up for HelloFresh? So just go to HelloFresh.com forward slash MNM60. Enter the promo code MNM60. That's Marriage N Martinis 60. And just by doing that, 
you're going to receive $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. So just go to HelloFresh.com slash MNM60. You're going to love it. We love it. Even my kids ate it. I know. It's incredible. Right. Okay. To me, it's interesting because for a long time, you had no idea. Was I sleeping? Was I not sleeping? You were in another room. And uh, so you get to sleep from, you know, whatever it is. Even if you're not sleeping, you are getting uninterrupted time in your bedroom from 10 p.m. until 7 a.m., correct? Mm -hmm. So, but I think that in a lot of marriages like ours, there's a lot of resentment about sleep, whichever way it is. Because I know that you resent the fact that maybe sometimes during the day when you're at work, I take a nap and I've always resented that you get this uninterrupted night, you know, and I feel like for us more than anything, like if you said to me right now, I could hand you $300 or I tomorrow will let you sleep for 300 for three hours. Wait, where'd you get $300 from? I'm just saying, why, oh. why were you about to give me $300? No, I just wanted to know where you no, got I, it from. I'm just saying, if you said to me like you, I will give you $300 cash tomorrow to buy whatever was just Valentine's day. Uh-huh. I will give you $300 cash tomorrow to go buy whatever you want. Or I will take the kids out for three hours while you sleep in the middle of the day. I would hands down pick sleep. Well, that's why my Valentine's gift was so much better than handing you cash. <laughs> Tell, tell everybody about my Valentine's present for you. Uh, your Valentine's present for me <laughs> was me. Uh, it was a, each had a picture. Uh, no, come on. No, had a picture page. of me passed no, out. I made. You're not explaining it. So I'm going to interrupt book. you. Yes, it was very cute. It was very sweet. Very sweet. I sell heart cutouts. So it was a 10 pack heart cutout. Oh, I thought you cut those out. Now I'm completely disappointed. <laughs> so I hole punched each heart wow. cut out. And then I, I went on my photos library and printed pictures of me, of the but kids. pictures that of, I didn't even know you had <laughs> of me. The last five were the pictures of you passing out after yeah. our recording. And well, they so, weren't all from recording. One was like a Halloween party. One right, was, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you passing out with the dogs. Yeah. And I wrote you a poem about, so I made a coupon book about, like, I'll take the kids or I'll do whatever. But I made it into a poem. Yeah, and today you took the kids to lunch and you were like, I took a coupon for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just want to make sure right. you're using your coupons. Right. So, yeah, that was a sweet. I, I'm very sweet. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was sweet. But what I'm saying is sleep, I feel like, in marriage and between spouses is a huge... It's like currency, right? It's like it, you... you there's well, nothing. Well, yeah, that's the coupon book. Like, well, what I'm saying is, I'm buying off you for sleep. I'm, I'm saying, buying you off. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, right. Whatever. I'm gonna take the kids and you sleep. Right. Yeah. But did you ever think that sleep would be like an issue in your marriage? You know that you would have to somehow, even on the weekends. Like, I'm annoyed when you're sleeping late. Like when you're like, if it's like 8.30, 9 o'clock and I've been downstairs since 6 a.m. with the kids, I'm like, yeah, you can go wake daddy. Go ahead. You know, like I get annoyed. It's because I feel like it's it's like a big math equation. I'm like always trying. Did to- you say 8.30, 9 o'clock? When was the last time I slept till 8.30, 9 o'clock? Uh, four months ago. Three, four months ago. Okay. A lot. Yeah. Back then? Okay. A lot. Yes. Where we would have to wake you. Even on work days. 8.30, o'clock? Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. But right. on the weekends too. Yes. You were like, you, it's like you weren't even alive for like, but that's the thing is that I, I, I think there's an annoyance back and forth with sleep. Well, yeah, because I know that like, if I have to get up and help and do everything, like I have to go to work for 10 hours and like I know you're taking your nap during the day and I can't do that. So yeah, I was like, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll stay in my room and relax for the morning while you do your shit to get the kids ready because then I have to go to work, do my thing, and I know you're going to go back and go to sleep. I for like 45 minutes. Oh, no. I You don't text oh, me back for yeah. two hours. But that has... Two hours. Come on. I never nap for two hours. Ever. 
ever, ever, ever. The longest nap maybe I take is an hour and 15 minutes. And that is the God, that is the truth. Oh, okay. I'm serious. Sure. I just know by when I text you and I don't get a text back. Yeah, but that's not always because I'm napping. Sometimes I'm actually doing something. Oh, come on. I swear to God. Why do I you could say check that? Instagram and see like if you're actually doing something. But why is Instagram the only thing I'm doing? No, what? I'm just saying like I know you'll get back to people on Instagram but faster maybe, than you'll get not, back to me. But not always. What? That no? has nothing to do with it. Okay. No. No? No. That's annoying. No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and if I'm napping for 45 minutes and I'm up, I get up at 5.30 or 4, 5.45 in the morning except for like one or two days later when I've lately when I've been too tired, that you're getting a whole lot more sleep than I am. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I definitely was. Yeah. But now I make sure you're up. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing, I've been, I've been a good boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get up at like 4.30. I make sure you're up by 4, 5.45. Mm-hmm. I make sure Mia's up at 6.10. Mm-hmm. I make sure the boys are up by 6.45. Yeah, you like that bring now. I bring you coffee in the I know. morning. You like are actually a functioning part of this family. It's insane. <laughs> I love you. That's good. why you do this. Good. I love you too. <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, where are we? What's going on? Uh, you asked me to describe my perfect night's sleep. I already answered that, mm-hmm. right? I said if I could go to sleep at eleven and get up at six, mm-hmm. I'd be so happy. Oh, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like if I could just fall asleep, like out of nowhere at eleven on the dot, get up at six on the dot. Well, those I feel like are also the guilt-free hours. Like you're supposed to be sleeping then. So if you're sleeping, then there's no guilt associated right. with it. Right. You know, if you sleep past like seven in the morning. It's like, oh. You're lazy. Yeah, you're lazy. Yeah. Right. It's like guilt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wait. You asked me, where is my phone when I go to sleep? Mm-hmm. My phone is right next to me, but I turn off the ringer. Oh. Um, I turn, I have my phone set to do not disturb at like nine o'clock. So anybody who's not important can't get through to me. Who's important? Everybody's like family. important is like, home. But yeah, but but no, like my mom or my sister. Like I, I set this up when my dad was sick. Oh, okay. So if somebody had to get in touch with me, like oh. my mom or my sister, so that's when I set it up. Wow, how responsible of you! <laughs> I was. Uh-huh. Um, so if I had to be contacted, I could be. Uh-huh. So, but if if I didn't have to be, like if somebody was telling me. I need debt consolidation or whatever, like those stupid phone calls we all get you every day You do need debt consolidation. <laughs> um, no, but so so important phone calls would come through. So I still have that set up. Okay, so when you get up in the middle of the night, do you reach for your phone ever? Never. Never. Man, for somebody with an addictive personality, that is I, really fucking impressive. Yeah, I my phone is there. I won't get disturbed unless it's important. Um I don't look at the clock if I don't have to. Um, if I have to pee, I go pee. I go back to bed, and hopefully I can talk myself back into going to sleep. Uh, but I never, ever, ever touch my phone in the middle of the night. Wow, Because that'll impressive. fuck me up. Yeah, no, I, okay. I know you do. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, you get up in the, like at 2 o'clock in the morning, like, to answer Instagram uh, Well, messages. yeah, I was going to say, like, you, if you, like, ask me where my phone is. It's on like like it's you, like nuzzled between my breasts. <laughs> like you, it's, it's like, like between my legs on vibrate. <laughs> and I'm texting. It's you all on night a pillow to next to me that says Mister, and my pillow says Mrs. Like it's never out of arm's reach. It's disgusting. I. But, but yeah, like I'll, we'll go into the kids' room, and Ian has his headphones on while he's sleeping. That's like you with I your know, phone. I feel so bad. It's on you. Yeah. Right. Oh, I I the second I wake up in the middle of the night, it's like I reach for my phone. I pee first because like, I have to pee like two or three times during the night. Do you night. get up to pee or? No, I um I just have a little can Good. there that I, yeah. Makes sense. Um, but I, I, yeah, it's terrible. I check things and the whole time I'm doing it, I can like barely even keep my eyes open. But it's it's an addiction. I have a, it's an awful addiction. I, I can't. And maybe that's why I wake up. Maybe I wake up. Actually, maybe it's not I'm waking up and checking my phone. Maybe I'm like actually waking up to check my phone and it's yeah, subconscious probably yeah. it's terrible i know it's awful but i'm like okay well if i do some stuff in the middle of the night now in the morning i won't have to do as much and i'll be able like i yeah i, I it's 
terrible. It's horrible. Well, with my phone, I have that app on my phone that I do. There's a lot of like white noise boxes that people use to sleep so that it makes that like. Yeah, I always know when you're sleeping. Yeah, that between like it. Remember the old school TVs that you can go like you can use your um, dial to go halfway. People between know channels? what white noise is. You don't need Do to they? tell them. Of course. Well, we got a lot of millennials on here. Like they don't know what the oh, white noise not. is. Maybe not. Right. Right. So it's like between channels where you get snow and you can just get. Sh- well, they don't know what snow is either. They think it's snowing now. <laughs> they don't know what snow right. on a black and white television is. So I found brown noise, which is much better than white noise. Because it's not as interrupting. So I have an app on my phone that I use. I set it for brown noise. And uh, what is the difference between wait, brown noise and white noise? I can show you right now. Oh, this is the best moment of my life. Say something while I look this up. Wait, here's brown noise. Okay. That's what I sleep to. This okay. is, I put this on to go to sleep. And it's on all night. That's brown noise. Here's here's white Wait, why noise. Why are my parents here? That's white noise. You hear the difference? Mm-hmm. That's more interrupting, I think. Yeah. It's it more sounds like pitch. a vacuum. Yeah. Where? Oh, that's purple noise. Wow, there's like all color noises. I saw, I have so many color noises. That's brown noise. Much better for sleeping. I'm just saying that it helps me sleep. I love I love that like brown noise, that like deep. Well, white it noise. it cancels out the noise that's happening still in the household right. while you're so in I bed sleep. sleeping, and I'm trying to get everybody else to Correct. bed. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to say something about napping because can I be honest for Did a we second? Do that or no? Yeah. Well, there's more to say. Barely. Okay. I feel like I was sort of um, a revolutionary about napping. <laughs> a revolutionary. About napping before it was cool to nap. Like now oh. Ariana Huffington is making it like she's got, they've got like the sleep pods and, you know, like those little sleep hotels and everything. I was napping before it was cool. Yeah. Right? So during the Civil War, you you could have come out and been like, I'm a revolutionary because no, I can nap. I, I was napping. I never stopped napping when I was a toddler. I just kind of kept through because I was like, this is going to take off someday. This is going to be a big deal. Famous nappers, not rappers, <laughs> nappers throughout history. Ready for this? Sure. We're brilliant is what it is. Yeah. Right? Leonardo da Vinci. Napper? Was well known for being a napper. He would go home in the middle of the day when he was painting the Sistine Chapel and he would nap. Thomas Edison. Mm-hmm. Eleanor Roosevelt. Famous napper. Winston Churchill. John F. Kennedy. All well, famous that's why he got nappers. shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Laziness. like that. I and I feel like I am in that group there. Danielle Silverstein. Uh, yeah, you can Marriage be Martins. up there with John yeah. F. Kennedy and yes. Yes. Winston Churchill. Yes. I- imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. People say that, you know, napping is like it, it is when after a nap is when you do your most important, brilliant work. I get it. Listen, sleep is so important to us. It's like we need sleep. Mm-hmm. If we don't get a good sleep during the night, you have to nap because your brain has to mm-hmm. take in your, you know, like what happened during the day. And like, because you can't just remember everything that happened to you all the time your brain has to just let go and like let everything or or you're just tired and you want to fucking nap or or that too (laughs) i remember i used to take the kids to preschool and you know when they're like two three years old it's like a joke you drop them off at 9 a.m and you pick them up at like 10 45 or 11 you know so you can't even do anything by the time you get home you're turning around and getting them anyway so i drop them off 
in the parking lot, I would park my car in like a very like obscure location. Smoke cigarettes. No, I wish. <laughs> uh, and I would I would put put my seat back and I would nap. Because really? I was like, it doesn't pay to go anywhere. Target was like 20 minutes away. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna, I might as well just stay here. I would set my alarm on my phone and I would nap. Because then once I picked them up, I would take them home and then they would nap and I could get shit done. Because I'd already taken my nap from being up all night and I could actually like do the stuff, laundry and stuff I had to get caught up on. It was a brilliant system. You you have something that you should offer everybody. Right? I should. Yeah. I should do a whole yeah, separate wow. how to nap podcast. Yeah. But it is true that you have to you have to take the sleep when you can get it, you know? And I knew that there was no point in doing anything and there was nothing that was gonna get done in that hour, hour and a half when I actually had time. So I slept. It was great. <laughs> and no, okay. none of you should feel guilt about it either. Parking lot naps are becoming a thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, Keep really? your doors locked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you going to like the the rest stops mm-hmm. off the parkway? and the I turnpike? only had like three guys knock on the window like, how much you charging? <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I get in for 50 bucks? Well, they saw you like laying in your chair with your mouth wide open. Right. And yeah, like, you should probably have seen me. I was probably in my same pajamas from like three <laughs> days before. Okay. So, all right. Uh, we did the phone thing. Um, how do you think sleep affects our relationship? Well, we said that kind we of did. how it's like currency. Okay. And I'm sure that there are a lot of times where I'm just fucking exhausted and I'm annoyed and I'm sure that I am on edge because I'm so tired. Okay. I want to throw this out there and I'm going to pat myself on the back. I know that you don't sleep all night. I know. And I get it 16 years later. It's 14 uh, years later. 14 years later. So I make sure every single weekend that you get to rest, that I do something with the kids, whether it be baking or take, like today I took the boys to Buffalo Wild this Wings. This is recent though. Okay, but not so much as you're saying. Yes, it's recent because it used to be tip for tat. Okay, but my point being, I know you need to rest. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say, all right. I took the boys to lunch because I know Mia is not going to bother you, right? So I'm not worried about if Mia comes or not. So I know you need to rest because I know the boys were in the room sleeping with you and like hitting you in their sleep. Like you would not get a good night's sleep sleeping with the boys. So I know that. So I will take the boys, take them for, for breakfast, take them for – I took everybody to breakfast yesterday. Today I took the boys to lunch. So, so I just want to make sure you understand – yeah, no, you've I been know wonderful, how important this is, sleep this is. This is new, but you okay. have, but you have but been great. I just want everybody out there to know. Absolutely. And I also, I agree. I believe that I definitely, as my mom and my uh, my grandmother, and I think a few of my cousins and everything, like, we, de- it's something genetic. We definitely need more sleep than the average people. And yes. it does, it does say, like, there is definitely some people benefit more from, like, napping than other people. There are people who can't nap or they wake up from a nap and the rest of the day is shot. Right? Like, there are those people who... That's you, me. Yeah, like, you don't bother napping because you know you're going to wake up. Yes. I can wake up. I need, like, a good 20 minutes to get back into it. And then I'm okay for the rest of the day and I know I'm better off. I, there are days where if I... If I can't nap and I'm, I keep going and I'm doing something, but if I'm in doing something all day, like I'm in the city for the day or, you know, something happens midday where I have conferences or whatever, I can do it. I can go through the day without napping and I'm fine. I just know that I'm better off making up for the sleep than not. But I do know that I am not a normal human being. Plus, I'm sure my antidepressants add to that and all of that. You know, like I, I know that there's not everybody needs to nap. And some well, people don't benefit from it. Yeah. I do. Last week, I took a nap, and you woke me up. It was like 5.30. We had to be somewhere. And you woke me up, and you're like, Ad, you got to get ready. You have to get you know, you have to get up. And I look at my clock, and it's 5.30. I'm like, why the fuck are you waking me up at 5.30? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm the one who gets up at 5.30. You don't. And I was like, oh, it's 5.30 p.m. <laughs> like I was so out of sorts. Yeah, that's and, like, the one thing about napping is you don't know yeah. when, when you wake up. You're like, what? What time zone am I in? Yeah, like what mm-hmm. country am I mm-hmm. in right now? Are we on vacation? Mm-hmm. Like what happened? Like, and you're like, you have to get up. We have to go. And I'm like, 
oh man, I, I just want to fucking lay here. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't nap and then just like go. Mm-hmm. Like where you're good at that. I can't do that. But isn't it amazing, like, when you think about it, that our bodies just have this need to, like, recharge themselves and that we spend, you know, a third of our lives sleeping and recharging our bodies and What everything. a waste. Oh, like, it's if not we a didn't waste. Have it feels ten- so good. It does, but why should we have to do that? There's so much we have to do. Uh, why do we have to sleep? I think going to be, like, an update or something. Yeah, we should download an update to mm-hmm. our brains that are like, okay, mm-hmm. you just... Slept, but you really didn't. Yeah, but, it, now but that, what I'm go. saying Double is sleeping, it's it miraculous good. that that's how our bodies work. You know, that there's like... I feel like it's more of an emotional connection than anything that we were... Like, like it feels good to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you mm-hmm. think that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if it didn't feel good to go to sleep... Like, to me, sometimes it's stress to go to sleep. Mm-mm. You Never? Never for you? Yes, it's only stress if if I wake up at like three fifty in the morning and I'm like motherfucker, I have to get up in like an hour and a half anyway. No, I'm talking about going to sleep <laughs> for the night. Stress. I feel stress going to Even sleep. Even if I can't fall asleep to just lay there in my no. bed, I always think that about prison. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm always like, I should sit here and just value laying here in my comfortable bed because if I am ever in prison, I won't like the beds suck. I feel like you might be good going to prison. Right, because there's so there's so much time in your cell. Yeah, you're just you by yourself. Well, hopefully, like, or I'm with somebody who's not going to let me ever sleep and is going to make me like be their bitch, and that's going to be a And problem. you're going to be happy with that anyway. No, I want someone <laughs> to be my bitch. I don't want to be anybody's bitch. Okay. Um, I, I, I think we kind of rounded out our questions here, but I, I also wanted to say what, one reason that I do appreciate sleep is because I spoke about this a while ago on one of our episodes. I don't even know which one. But uh, because of my ADD, I was on Ritalin back in high school and college. And I would snort it instead of swallowing it. And it was like Coke. And it was great. Oh, so fun. Mm. Oh, man. It was so fun. Um, Are you going to be editing that out? (laughs) But anyway, I would literally be up for three days without sleeping. I was up for three days without sleeping. Like for real? For real. I did not sleep for two nights. For three days, I was up. Uh, I think I actually, when I had my OCD issues, I think I was probably up for a good three nights. Really? Yeah, I think I was probably up for 72 hours. Okay, but mine was chemical induced? Right. No, mine was just And I would hallucinate like fucking Well, that's what they say. That's what they say. When you lack sleep, you start to hallucinate. I I would like go outside to smoke a cigarette and like whatever show I was watching, all the characters were outside hanging out with me <laughs> and I would talk to them. Like <laughs> I was, I, would talk to them. I was hallucinating the fuck out of this shit. Uh, yeah. I would literally smoke cigarettes and talk to the characters on these shows that were outside on my porch that were not really there. That's amazing. Uh, it was right, great. What do you think is the longest known amount of time someone has ever gone without sleep? The longest recorded known amount of time. Uh, it can't be more than like five days, six days. 11 days. Wow. 11 without days. dying? This was set by a Californian student named Randy Gardner in 1964. This is definitely not recommended. However, as Randy experienced extreme deep sleep deprivation and others have died saying, wait, why long. was he up that long? Uh, he, he was taking care of his kids, so his wife didn't. <laughs> you, you don't know. No, I have no idea. Okay. So do you know that a newborn to three-month-old needs 14 to 17 hours of sleep a night? What the fuck was wrong with our kids? Yeah. Four months to 11 a months. A night? 14 to 17 hours a night? 14 to 17 hours a day. It's only... Oh, a day. A day. Oh, yeah, 24-hour oh, okay. period. Okay. Right. Four to 11 months old, 12 to 15 hours a day. One to two years, 11 to 14 hours, three to five years, 10 to 13 hours, and then on and on and on and on um, until young adults, 18 to 25, seven to nine hours, and pretty much the same after that. So it's typical that somebody our age needs seven to nine hours. Practically, it's six to 10 hours. So most people need seven to nine. But some people get 
six hours. Some people get 10 hours. But Ariana Huffington would not agree with those stats. She what would, would she not say? think that six hours was enough. I would love six hours. She would say you should sleep until you feel rested. No. You know, that it's not an, no, until you feel rested. I realize that there's too a such thing as too much sleep. Correct. Correct. But what she's saying is if you go to, to work, if you sleep seven hours and you go to work the next day and you feel exhausted, you should be able to sleep. That it, it, walking around exhausted is never okay. Even if you get seven hours of sleep, it's not okay to walk around exhausted. You're benefiting no one. You're not so benefiting you go yourself. To your boss and say, You're not yes. I have to go to sleep. Well that Sorry. no, you shouldn't have to. Your company should already have it set up for you. All right, uh, this is I'll get into this. So oh companies are starting to realize, especially because of Ariana Huffington, but also for other reasons, that it, it's it's not beneficial for anybody to be tired. Nothing. Uh, like, think about yourself when you're tired. You're on edge. I yell at the kids more. I yell at you more. Uh, you're annoyed when you're tired. Like, it doesn't benefit anybody to be tired. So, like, for instance, Vermont-based Ben & Jerry's, okay? A progressive company. I know. <laughs> okay. But they have a ton of workers, right? Okay. They have a workplace. The company, which offers employees yoga classes and personal trainers and encourages staffers to bring their, their canine pals to work, also supplies a room with a bed and a pillow that employees can use as needed. Quote, if people need to catch a little snooze during the day to do the best possible job they can do, we're totally behind it. Okay. The athletic giant Nike is said to extend its commitment to health and wellness to employee benefits. At their headquarters near Portland, Oregon, staffers enjoy quiet rooms where they can nap or even meditate during the day. At Does it? Do they have to punch out to nap? Nobody punches out anymore. <laughs> so they're paying them to rest for two hours? No, it didn't, it didn't say uh, anything whatever about it is. two hours. They have to, so they're they're getting paid to go to work and go to sleep. But if somebody's tired, you're paying them to be unproductive people in the workplace. If they but at least they're doing something. Up. No, but are they? Or are they just like half-assing so a they job that they work. can go and take a nap and then do after and do a really good job rather than half-assing it because they're so exhausted? So they're going to work and saying, hey, I'm tired. I'm going to go no, rest No, they're not for an walking hour. in at 8.10 and are like, oh, I need to go back. But at like 1.30, 2 o'clock, right, your your blood sugar drops. is at 2, 2 p.m. is usually when you get super right. tired. Okay? So you go in and you take – it's power naps. They're not telling you to go take a two-hour nap. You're taking a 30-minute nap maybe. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah. Okay. So I said last time that I took an online quiz for TakeCareOf.com to get vitamins that were for my personal needs, you know, my lack of energy, my I have some digestion issues and everything. So I took the online quiz. I got 100%. You too will get 100%. Everybody gets 100%. That's the thing I like most about the quiz. <laughs> so you don't fail. No. Oh, my okay. God. There's no failing here. Okay. It's all good. And then um, they sent us the vitamins mm-hmm. in these cute little packages with my name on it. It was so adorable. <laughs> like I, it felt so special. I started taking the vitamins. I'm so excited about it. And do you know that 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient? And yeah. I'm, I'm Is that sh- true? Yes. 90%. And wow. I am probably, I mean, I'm for sure part of that. Um, so I'm excited. That's like my first step in getting healthier. And also one thing that's so cool that I love about Care Of is that a portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. And for me, if I can buy a product and also be doing some kind of, you know, good charity or good deed, I, I'm all that to me is like a double you know, a, a double good thing. Sure. I love companies that do that. Me too. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really excited about it. It comes in this adorable package. Um, I think that I'm on my way to some better health. So so anyway, so go to TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code MNM50. Okay, so TakeCareOf.com, M-N-M-50, and start getting healthy with me because I'm. that's just the first step. Next, you don't know, man. I'm proud of you. Let's see what comes next. Who knows for me? This is huge. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care of.com. 
At Google's Mountain View, California home-based employees take advantage of campus-wide nap pods, which are futuristic-looking lounge chairs that play soothing sounds so workers can catch a quick snooze when they need one. And at Ariane Huffington's Thrive Global Community, employees enjoy nap rooms with a sleep pod, weekly massages, exercise classes, and healthy meals. I mean, sign me the fuck up. Do but they these play perks brown noise? don't end in the office. Nobody is expected to answer texts or emails after hours on weekends or on weekends, she says. And then if people have to go through an intense period, like shipping a product or meeting a deadline, they take what we call thrive days. You know, days off to recharge and recalibrate. So if you have a few like intense days at work where you're meeting a deadline and you're then afterwards, so you're obviously sleep deprived, you take a few days off to catch up on sleep. All right. Find me one of those companies. Sign me up. I'll work my fucking uh, ass marriage off. Marriage and Martini says this. <laughs> I allow naps, by the way. If anybody right, if wants you to wanna, come work for marriage, Yeah, and if you want to come sign up and work for us, mm-hmm. you are allowed naps. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not paid, but... Um, I am all for nap time. Yes. I was the one kid in kindergarten who was like, it's nap time, everyone. <laughs> and I was the one running around the room. Exactly. Everyone else is like, oh, fuck. Get out your cot. And I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. What else you got? I, I'm, I'm good. Oh, so, did you know there's a huge connection between lack of sleep and erectile dysfunction? Uh, no. Yes. That I if you are sleep that. deprived, you are much more likely okay. to experience word. erectile dysfunction. Okay, and Ariana Huffington says, you should never have your phone near your bed, okay? If you wake up in the middle of the night, you should never even touch your phone. You're doing that, which is great. Yeah, I I need to do better at that. I'm terrible at that. Okay, I have a few questions for you. Okay. You already, we already answered a few of them. What percentage of the population are thought to be sleepwalkers? Three. 15%. I was close. It's also a myth that you shouldn't wake someone who's sleepwalking. You can totally wake someone who's sleepwalking. Oh, can you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what percentage of married couples mm-hmm. sleep in separate beds, not separate bedrooms? 20. Percent? Yeah. Yeah, 25%. Yeah. That shocked me. No. Wow. It's, it's becoming more and more. Yeah, I mean, when we when we admitted it on the podcast, I got a ridiculous amount of messages, which it was like, holy crap, I couldn't believe it. But, uh, but... I didn't know that people would admit it for a study. I, I don't know. If One I in me- five Wait. sleep in separate bedrooms. I might have mentioned it before, but with all the new houses that are being built. Yes, you did. I yeah. did. Uh-huh. They're building uh-huh. the the husband room and the wife room uh-huh. separately. That Because people are sleeping separately now on purpose. So, so it says one of, one of uh, wait, one or more of. These factors could mean it makes sense to consider sleeping in separate bedrooms. I forget what the factors were. I cut that part out. Uh, Or even separate bedrooms. Not sleeping together, if it works for both, does not reflect the quality of your relationship. You can still find time to be close and intimate, cuddle and share pillow talk. If you have only... If you only move your separate bed or bedroom to the point of turning out the light and sleep. In fact, recent surveys suggest that as many as one in five couples choose to sleep in separate beds. All right, within five minutes of waking up, how much of your dreams are forgotten? 98%. Yeah, 50%. No, bullshit. After an additional five minutes. That's within the first five minutes. After five minutes, 90% is gone. So if you were to wake up and automatically think about your dreams and write them down, you would remember a lot more than if you waited five minutes and then wrote them down. I, I don't buy it. Sigmund Freud believed this was because dreams represent our represented thoughts, and so our brain wants to get rid of them as quickly as possible. So, like, our thoughts that we don't want to have, that's what our dreams are. Okay. It's much more likely due to our brain simply being used much more as soon as we're awake, so we forget what we've dreamt about. I believe that dreams are all the intake of information you receive all day, and then you interpret them in a certain way, and then your brain is just filtering through them and turning them into a story while you're dreaming. And then it's like, okay, it doesn't mean anything. Goodbye. And then you wake up and you forget it because it's not important. Holy shit. I'm brilliant. I don't know what that even yeah. meant. I, I Anybody who wants to write a book about that, let me know. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to. All right. So Ariana Huffington's oh, 
sleep revolution manifesto. What did Oprah I'm say? Sorry. About this? Well, yes, I, she should be. Uh, I'm sorry. I think she's okay. Brilliant. Let's wrap this up. We're can getting I up just, to an hour now. Okay, fine. But can okay, I just, Ariana Huffington, if you want to come on and talk about all the things that Danielle's talking about for you, we're happy to have you on. Okay, because I would I, love to meet you. Okay, yes, but I want to read a few of her right. things. They're very helpful, and if you haven't yes, read her book, Thrive, yes. Yes, you dear. can read it. Go ahead. Stop. So sleep is a fundamental and non-negotiable human need, right? Like you shouldn't move sleep around in your calendar. It should be just like you have a doctor's appointment and you cannot change it. You have an appointment. <laughs> like you? Right, exactly. <laughs> you have appointment between 10, a. 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. to be sleeping mm-hmm. or to be in your bed. Nothing should change that. Why is that the only appointment that you actually make? But I don't. I can't. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. Um, exhaustion is a sign of chaos, not a badge of honor. Like we're all, we all walk around exhausted as if that means we're come somehow leading more productive lives. I get that. And it's not. Right. It just means that we are, it, we're miserable. Right. Uh, we will treat ourselves as well as we treat our smartphones, making sure we sleep until fully recharged. So we give, even our smartphones need times to recharge. <laughs> this one is, if you walk into my bedroom right now, you will laugh your ass off. A bedroom should be an oasis. Oh, should I go take a picture right <laughs> a now? A beautiful, re- maybe we should. Yeah. A beautiful, relaxing escape from the demands of the day. Wow. All my laundry. Everything from the day is in your bedroom All right now. All my laundry is littered. I mean, and your from dog five stuff people. And yeah. Every, stuff. It's so not an oasis. No. So not an oasis. We will choose going to bed clothes, not to be confused with going to the gym clothes. So I guess the fact what? that, so basically in the morning, you're supposed to change out of your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not funny because you do change out of your morning clothes. It just takes you three days to do it. Yeah, I never yeah. change out of my I literally, I sleep in clothes that will be acceptable the next day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I could probably wear these to Wegmans in the morning if I go food shopping. No, you're supposed to change out of your clothes and face the day. You have specific clothes that are just for bedtime. That's, that's expensive, though. That's me. Right. I have my do. own pants for bed. Right. And my own shorts for mm-hmm. bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when we walk through the door of our bedroom, we will leave the day with all of its problems and unfinished business behind. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. It doesn't sounds happen. so nice. Yeah. It really does. That's not the way it she is. She makes it sound so beautiful. Can I just give a few tips for better sleep from Ariana Huffington? <laughs> Ariana, we love you. Uh, keep your bedroom dark, quiet, and cool between 60 and 67 degrees. Fuck that. That's cold. Uh, that's expensive in the summer. Oh, is that is that what she's saying during the summer? Always. Your oh. bedroom should always be between 60, 60 and 67 well, degrees. Well, we, we always keep it at 68, yeah. so it's not quite off. I, I usually turn it up to 70. I uh, turn it to no 71 just to fuck with you. Yeah, uh, you do. No <laughs> electronic devices starting 30 minutes before bedtime. Huh. Yeah, tell that to anybody in this house. Don't charge your phone next to your bed. Even better, gently escort. I don't know what that means. All devices completely out of the bedroom. Hmm. No caffeine after 2 p.m. All right. All right. This is stupid. No, it's not. This is what. Wait a minute. But this is what could change our lives. Oh, so so kid uh, winning the lottery. Remember, your bed is for sleep and sex only. No work. (laughs) No pets in the bed. Fuck that. Is this a 1965? No, this is legitimately now. This is what she's saying now. Take a hot bath with Epsom salts before bed. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Let's let's move on. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like Let's a get dream. out of this. This is Aww. dumb. I love you, Ariana. <laughs> yeah, those are great stupid things that no, nobody not can stupid. ever. No, stupid. It is a little impractical because we All can't. Right. I can come up with the same things. Like, okay. yeah. No, it's not. Stop it. Okay. It's important. People need to do it. We cannot. Other people should. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's 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 be done. That that was a good episode. That was fun. We're talking oh. about sleep. Okay. Bye. We're going to sleep. We're now we're in. Like, I don't want to talk about Ariana Huffington anymore. Stop it. I- <laughs> Why do you? Why do you that? have more? I mean, plenty more. All right. Good. Yeah. Keep it going. No, you don't want me to. Go. <laughs> now I'm all out of sorts and yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's it, I guess. Oh, just people who, uh, if there's anybody pregnant or about to have kids or whatever out there, I did not breastfeed because sleep was so important to me. 
I made the the decision. We said this with Jen on the PPD episode. Jen mm-hmm. from Motherhood Understood, the PPD episode. Uh, first of all, I was on antidepressants. It was 14 years ago before there was more of these studies done. And I wasn't sure if I would be able to stand antidepressants. And I was sort of like, I need sleep. I will be a terrible mother if I don't have sleep. And I was like, I'm not breastfeeding. That's it. I will lose too much sleep. So anybody out there debating about breastfeeding, don't. If it's a debate and you're worried about your mental health, our kids were all formula fed. They're fine. And Charlotte. Yeah. No, they're all <laughs> no, they're fucking good. amazing. Yeah, of course yes. they are. Okay. Um, all right. I wanted to make sure to get that in there. Good. I'm glad you And if you you're did. worried about it, email me. All right. Mm-hmm. Are we good? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a throw out to put out there. Um, Meg, if you're listening. Who's Meg? Nick asked me to give you a shout out. Oh, really? That's so cute. Yeah. It's just been Valentine's Day not too long ago. Oh. And he wanted me to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. Day. That's adorable. Let her sleep. Let her sleep. Let her sleep. Yeah. Um, Oh, hi, Meg. Yeah. He only, you you better kiss his ass and kiss his penis because he <laughs> You paid, don't have to kiss his ass. He paid <laughs> me $5,000 to do this. Oh, my God. So that was really nice of you guys. Wow. Um, now, we know you guys are our biggest fans and listening to everything we do, and we're so excited to have you listening to us. We love you guys. Nick, I've been having so much fun talking to you on Facebook. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, you're my friend. And he's, we still, should, he's still talking to you? We should never get together personally because that could be a bad situation. Mm. Um, so let's not do that. But secretly, let's do that. If you do that and Meg and I get to stay home and just chill and sleep, yeah. I'm all for it. So come to Jersey. Let's have some fun. Okay. Or we'll go to Texas. Well, ooh, I shouldn't have said that. Meg yeah, and, now you, Me- might, Meg and Nick now you might find Nick in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I wanted to throw that He's out there. He's wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> uh, love you guys. Thank you so much yeah, for listening. Thanks, it's been guys. fun. Anybody else who wants to hit us up with something fun to talk about, we're here. We're just like having fun doing oh, this. Oh, 100 is yeah. so fun. We love you guys so yeah, much. Totally fun. Yeah. Um, I am oh boy. working on the website <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. So I'm redoing it. Actually, the website looks really good. I have to give you a lot of props. It really does. Thank you. It really does. You must have gotten a lot of sleep to be able to put something together. I'm completely redoing it on another like WordPress or something. Like that's what I was told to go to WordPress. I'm using Wix. I don't know. This is new to all of us. All right. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Love you guys. Mm -hmm. Subscribe. Go to iTunes. Sign up for email. Google Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. Write and review. Obviously, you do listen to podcasters. You're listening to this. So just hit that subscribe button. And thank you so much. And next week, I'm going to be putting out, uh, probably two weeks, I'm going to be putting out uh, how how to uh, grow your Instagram. So we're about to be at 100,000 in under eight months. On what? Instagram, a hundred thousand followers. Okay. So I'm going to put out a bunch of people have requested. I don't know. I mean, okay. I think it's pretty good. You know why I think it's good? It's I don't know. I'm not allowed on, so I have not. no idea. But here's about. why I think it's good. It's good because we have had a lot of people unfollow us throughout the course of the eight months. Fuck because, them. No, not fuck them. I don't want them there. Is right. The point. That's what I'm saying. So if you want to grow your Instagram community to be a place where you want to hang out and be, and and you have a business or a brand or a small business or a local business, anything you want to grow, and you want to do it not from an algorithm and stats perspective but from an actual like making your platform something where you want to hang out because the more you want to hang out there the more work you're going to do on it right like that's my whole thing is my favorite place to be is on our instagram account other than here with you (laughs) recording the (laughs) podcast my favorite place to be is on our instagram account if you're looking to create that and i really think that's why it's grown so quickly is because I think people sense that that that's. But they I'm know so that we're to be there. fucking like like the real shit. Like we're not we're out here doing something for fun, for real, for like letting people know they're not alone. We're not alone. Like we've all got shit. You like you are not alone, and I am one with you. No, I am here here for you. You, you. no with you with you. What the fuck kind of Michael I, Jackson I, fan are you? I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Not with that song. You're yeah. not. Uh, but uh, anyway, 
<laughs> God, you're terrible. I'm such a bad singer. Uh, anyway, if you're interested in listening to growing your Instagram community, then without stats and algorithm, then you're going to want to hear this episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Love it's you. been fun. Mm-hmm. Adam has to go to sleep now. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep while yeah. Danielle takes care of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.